Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Awesome! Welcome back to Offensive Points Podcast. Today, we have a super flex IDP rookie mock draft for you. It is a talent draft because we do not have landing spots yet. But man, this is this is the time. This is We are so excited. Now, the news cycle is pretty bare this week. It's kind of like Jada uh, Smith's head. It's, it's pretty bad. And, uh, you know, these teams, we're getting a lot of these uh, private camp tryouts so these teams are hosting more uh players right now than uh jada smith's bedroom so um oh it's uh, it should be a good time to uh see where these people go Jesus as usual Christ. i am here with my cohorts josh and billy you can follow them at josh hall stl and billy at ombre vendor i am op joe with two e's and we are offensive points podcast you can follow us at offensive points Follow Semi-Pro Fantasy wherever you can. And, guys, be on the lookout for our live draft. We are going to sit down, have some special guests, have some beers, and do live reactions to the NFL draft for the NFL draft date. Not even sure what day that is, but I'm sure we'll all know soon. Guys, what's up? Have you been calling us cohorts this whole time? Because I, I feel like you're saying cohorts, but I feel like you just like kind of don't say the T, and you're like, it's these the are, twang. These are, it's the twang. I leave out the T in a lot of things. These are my cohorts, yeah. Yeah, cohorts. April twenty eighth, by the way. That's when the draft. April twenty eighth, guys, watch out for it. Also, Billy has a great possums shirt on right now. If you guys are interested, we we will be posting a picture, and we will have a store up soonish. So if you want one, holler at us. We'll get one made for you. For sure. TBD possum, on delivery date. Possums for life. It's a it's a cool shirt. I you know, I don't want you know, you think a possum on a shirt, that's like what am I, you know, what am I getting into here? It's a dope shirt. You're gonna like it a lot. So we'll have more information on that as the future goes. It's um, like we, mouse rat, but better. Yeah. If yeah. you walk down the street and you see someone in a possum shirt, you're just like, that guy likes to party. He's cool. You know? Yeah. Uh, do we want to quickly talk about the Devontae Parker trade? I mean, just throwing it out there. He got traded the to the Patriots. News. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's not really that I even really need to say something. I mean, he didn't prove anything with Miami. So now he's getting a second chance with the uh, Patriots. Yeah. 
I can barely think of the team. So like, I mean, is that really news? No, I'm excited for him. Uh, I think that he's the most talented receiver on the team. Um, So, I mean, there he's got that going for him. He also just needs to like actually do something. He may help Joe in uh, the fire, the two year fireball, bet of uh, getting Mac Jones, the 4,000 yards. I, I, that's good. It's all part of my plan, dude. As much as I love Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, they're not number one receivers, and the two tight end thing didn't really work for them either. So I think this adds a little bit. At least they have five guys who can get out there and catch the ball. They brought James White back. I think it just overall boosts the. It's more of an overall person. There's no. There's not going to be one number one guy really. There might be a number one guy in stats, but in reality, it's going to be a a shared field just all around. Yeah. They- they give him a number one that can catch 50-50 balls, which I think is something they lacked outside of uh, Hunter Henry last year. So oh, it could work. I'm not too excited about it. Not yet. I'm not, not running yet. out and drafting him over uh, anyone ridiculous, but I, 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 I think a good late bench stash, like see what happens in, in fantasy. Hopefully he doesn't get hyped up too much before the draft. You know it's going to happen. Well, not before the draft. Yeah, before the year draft in August, he will for sure be hyped up. I do want to see him cut Nikhil Harry and see where he goes because a fresh start could do that kid some good and he's still talented, so that could be interesting. That very well could. Okay, well, let's get into what we're doing here today. So we are doing a three-round rookie mock draft. Um, We're just going to talk through each pick. We're going to make it somewhat quick. I know three rounds is a lot, so I don't, you know, we don't want to burden people with you know, names, but we do want to get one out before the actual draft so that we can, you know, this is a purely talent based draft, not really, you know, obviously we don't have their landing spots yet. So we're just going to kind of go off of talent and where we would pick them if they landed in their most ideal situation. So without further ado, let's get to the number one pick because nobody was talking. So I'm going to take over the mic as I usually do. Um, so number one, uh, as Billy has said many times throughout this draft, this is not the quarterback draft. Um, next year is the quarterback draft. I think we're all going to agree here that, uh, Brees is Brees Hall is probably the number one running back drafted off the board and probably the number one pick off of uh dynasty. So, I mean, we can, we can debate on this one if you guys want, but I don't think anyone thinks Malik Willis is the number one overall here, even in super flex. No, Brees Hall is the pick. He tested off the charts. He had an absolute monster year. And he's only 20 years old. So you're getting youth, you're getting production, you're getting everything with the right landing spot. Top six running back right away. I mean, there's shades of, and I don't want to say, I'm not going to, this isn't a comp. I'm just saying shades of Jonathan Taylor for dynasty purposes. So you're getting him as the number one running back off the board, and you're probably getting the production off of him too. I mean, 1,400, 1,500 yards last two years, 20 touchdowns apiece. What's well, not yeah. to like? No, obviously, you can't argue with the production. In an actual good system, uh, too. Sorry, Jim. Sorry, Bill. No, you're good. I'm just saying, obviously, we, you know, this is him landing in the perfect sp- spot for him. So, perfect spot for him. You know, we'll find out where that is. If, if it does end up being Buffalo, maybe that's what that looks like. I don't know. But, um, perfect Bill's spot for Tampa. him. We got to have you know, him up there pretty high, at least in redraft rankings for sure. Yeah. He's a very complete prospect there. So no arguments there. Go draft Reese Hall. He's a stud. All right. Number two, it's where it get interesting. Yes. I would go with 
Kenneth Walker right now, if it was up to me. You like Kenny Kenny Walker there? I have Drake London just based on, again, he's 20 years old and he's an absolute freak of nature. Size-wise and stature-wise, he can be a true alpha receiver. So I'm more going with age here, um, but I can understand the Kenneth Walker pick too. So I actually originally had London here, but I'm loving Kenneth Walker. I think there's been a lot of uh, interchangeability for a lot of like uh, people out there, analysts out there that are saying Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, number one running back off the board. It all depends on where they land, obviously. So it's all hearsay. Uh, Kenneth Walker had a massive year. I think I just got to go with obviously Brees Hall over him. I think we, which we all agree, which is nice. So I'm okay with putting him at the second, but I do like Drake London. I think he's the number one wide receiver off the board, and I think he makes the most impact right away as well. So, yeah. so only knock on Kenneth Walker is the lack of receptions. I know that's not something they really did Michigan State, but I think he got what seventeen balls last year total. Yeah, so he hasn't seen that, and he doesn't look good in pass pro as much either. So that's my only reason I would take Drake London over him. Bill, what do you think? I mean. I- I would pick Walker. I don't know. It sounds like Josh is flippy floppy. What are you picking, Josh? Oh, no. We're going Drake London for sure. Drake okay. London number Drake, two. Drake London I it is. It. I mean, are we good with putting Kenneth Walker right at number three? It sounds like we all like him. Do like him. I would go Malik Willis here, but. I actually have Malik Willis directly after this because I do not believe. I believe that Kenneth Walker should be potentially even one, two, depending on the landing spot. So, um, like I said, I was kind of flippy floppy there, but I, I don't think Kenneth Walker makes it past the third pick. Even in redraft, like like Bill said, these quarterbacks, I think Malik Willis obviously has the most upside, so he probably will get picked second or third, but I just don't know how you'd be able to pass up Kenneth Walker right here. Yeah, my, my, my concern with Malik Willis is that I don't, I'm, I, the, the legs are obviously the good part of him. That's what you're drafting him for. And that is really good in a quarterback and especially Jalen hurts basically. Yeah, exactly. You're drafting a young Jalen hurts. Cause he's only like, I think 21. Why, which, why is Jalen hurts old? Well, he, cause he came in off of his fifth year. So, and Malik Willis, uh, has only been four, which I mean, I guess it doesn't make that big of a difference, but I think I'm still, old, though. it's, it's one year. It's one year. Um, so, you yes. going, Bill? so I'm going for Kenneth Walker for number three, Malik Willis, number four. Okay. Malik Willis uh, sliding a little bit in our uh, super flex rankings here. A little bit. And it's, it's just more of like, do I know that he's going to be great for the entire, like for the entire future? Like, could he potentially flame out this season? Like that could definitely happen. So let's yeah, talk about it absolutely could. But the thing with Malik Willis is you probably have an established quarterback on your team already. Him as a QB two and a super flex gives you the rushing upside and you get the, all the points on it. So it's a running back that throws touchdowns occasionally, which I'm a huge fan of. So definitely not letting him slip past. We'll four. see. But here's the thing. Didn't we have this with Kyler Murray? Not what, four years ago? Like he was a huge rushing upside. He was the number one pick overall, even. Mm-hmm. And we didn't draft him that. I mean, he, I mean, I don't. You know, we weren't doing a super flex draft, so I can't speak to where he went in those drafts. But we did one that was just one QB, and he went. And you ten. got him in like the twelfth round or or twelfth pick or something like. I that. I got him at eleven. Yeah, 11? he got him. Okay. He got him at eleven, which that 
that should you know and that's about where i had him in non-superflex so i think that easily gives them I, I think we're not nobody's arguing that he shouldn't be third or fourth pick in a super flex we're not it's just the fact that kenneth walker has a better chance of immediately impacting your team so best case scenario like bill said uh for malik willis is what seattle if they keep dk mcf yes seattle I mean, seattle would be the best or carolina potentially Pittsburgh. i don't, I don't, I don't see pittsburgh i I don't see Atlanta. Pittsburgh drafting him though. Here, I think if, I'm they, saying, if they trade up for him because he if he slips to ten, like they said they would dra- they would trade up for number ten. That would be your only reason. And the Saints um, now have two first round picks. They could easily make a move up and grab him at this point too. So that would be pretty sweet. Because we saw what Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston could do. And but in my opinion, this is making the perfect argument. The two teams that you've listed, Joe, makes a perfect ar- argument for Kenneth Walker being over him because you're getting an instant starter over a guy who's. Are you getting waiting, an instant waiting. starter in Kenneth Walker? I think so. I mean, I'm not saying he's most likely he's going to go to the Bills. So might I think you get an early down running back as of right now, unless he's you, NFL. You do. He's some do. pass catching prowess that we're not seeing here. Well, there I'm not was, doubting that he can do it. Sometimes you don't always get to see what they can do at certain because you know maybe they just didn't do that at Michigan State. Maybe he really was could excel at that. Which I'm I mean, talking he did about the. the oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say which he did like the drills at the combine, and you know he did fine in those. But you can't really notice it until you get him really into your building and working out. Tennessee is talking about replacing Derrick Henry, or not replacing, but drafting his successor, basically. Um, and Kenneth Walker would fit that mold really well. So in that sense, Kenneth Walker and Malik Willis would be interchangeable as well. So, but think about Kenneth Walker going and I just feel like if he, if Kenneth Walker ends up in Tennessee, you're probably not as excited because he's actually probably slipping down draft boards, which I'd be very excited about grabbing a talent like that. Yeah. But you could we'll see, see him landing in a Javante Williams. You could see with Brees Hall, too. You could see him ending up in that situation there. I mean, very few teams, and that's why I was so high on Najee last year, run a true number one running back as much as the Steelers do. So it depends on run, landing spot a lot here, but I'm not letting or, uh, Willis slip past four in this draft. So No, we already marked him down. We're okay, right. well, let's move on to number five. Um, my pick would be Garrett Wilson here. Um, I think he's going to go – pretty high and to someone who is going to use him as their number one wide receiver. So I, I don't know. He was just, he's been my favorite wide receiver for the entire college football season. So I just can't, you know, that would be my pick at five. He was originally linked to the Browns at 13 for the longest time. And then once the trades happened and once the combine happened, he sl- he kind of slipped up a little bit. Uh, sadly, he looks like he's going to like the jets in that top 10 role um maybe better hopefully better situation for him but yeah i think i think we can all agree garrett wilson goes here i mean he, he looked great and he's a, he's a touchdown machine maybe a replacement for dk metcalf if seattle ends up trading him too i mean so yeah. he's a monster with the, the ball in his hands um for fantasy that's huge um the yards after the catch are going to be awesome his size is a little worrying to me at 511 183 but He'll bulk up, and he's got all the talent in the world, so I'm going with him here. Yeah, um, there's a lot of Odell Beckham Jr. in his game, so I'm hoping he can use that similar role wherever he ends up. Um, All right, number six. What do you think, Josh? So I know you guys are going to disagree with me here, but this is super flex, and Kenny Pickett, despite his poor combine showing or small hands, did have 
4,000 yards last year at Pitt. I know it's not a, you know, big school or anything, but he, they did play in the ACC. So I'm going to go Kenny Pickett here. Uh, I think he's the only worthwhile quarterback to draft. I think a quarterback needy team, this is a 12-team league. They have the sixth pick. They just missed out on the playoffs. I think they go Kenny Pickett here. Hmm. I, I'm not. I'm going Traylon Burks. I think he's a giant human, and I think that he's going to end up somewhere in the like late – I, I, he's going to fall all the way to the 20s, which is sad, but not sad for him because he could end up in Green Bay, Kansas City, and he will immediately be the number one wide receiver on whatever team he ends up on at the in one of those roles. So for that reason, uh, just, you know, how big body and good that he is at football, I would have him as my number six. Joe? Yeah, I like Burks here. Um, I mean, 6'2", 225. Uh, people keep knocking him for how he tested, but at his size, man, I mean, he doesn't need to test well. He just needs to get out there and get the ball in his hands. So I like Burks here. I like the picket um, argument as well, but I would go Burks. I have Burks next, so I'm not upset about it, and I'm going to continue to argue the uh, picket pick here because – there's no way he slips past six in a, a super flex. We're not talking about us or what we would do. We're talking about what everyone will do. And we're yeah. talking about best case scenarios. We're talking about Kenny Pickett probably going to Carolina. So I, I guess my only, and I guess, yeah, if he went to Carolina, but my problem is, is I just don't, I just don't view Kenny Pickett as a great quarterback. And I, I know you don't, but this isn't you. This is everyone. This I is, know. Well, this is I, okay, accuracy. So we are doing a collective, like who we think value are, you know, talent wise deserves to be drafted up here. I just don't think he does. Like I, I could see where do you have trailing or uh, Kenny Pickett right now? 11. See, I think that's too far. I, I, and I'm okay with throwing, especially like a Spiller or Jameson Williams ahead of him, because those are my next two picks. Yeah, those but, those are two that I have ahead of him, and that's and, and that's fine. But I don't think he makes it to Chris Olave and the I don't know Jahan Dotson. I, I just feel like you're getting to a point where in Superflex, which you know we're not, I'm not currently in the league of Superflex. I just don't see any QB needy team because there's some team out there right now that has one decent quarterback and no one else. So someone's reaching for Kenny Pickett in the next two picks. Basically it's my, my problem here. Okay. Joe, what would you do? I I said, I like Burks. Um, in my opinion, he gives your team an instant Bur- starter. Burks, on that Burks one. is already, Burks is already on the yeah. board. We got Burks. Yeah. I'm talking about We're the next Burks. two picks. So no, oh, yeah. Seven, right. Joe. Oh, seven. I, I'm with Josh. I do pick it. I mean, I've, Matt Corral seems to be moving up a ton, so I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, kind of a picket or Corral here, whoever is drafted first on that one. But uh, as of right now, what we have, yeah, Ritter too. But, you know, I would say quarterback here, so let's go pick it. Okay. I just – I'll keep making the argument every pick. So we got to Kenny Pickett eventually. That's fine. I just feel like if you have number eight, you are really pumped that somebody went Kenny Pickett here. And someone didn't grab Isaiah Spiller because that I'm a allowed, huge Exactly. Fan. Well, that's why I was like, that lands you with Isaiah Spiller, who has not had a very good testing. He's not done well at the Combine. He's His pro day was average. Um, he's not been viewed very well by uh, many scouts, but I just, I've, I've watched him. I watched him play football this entire year. Like, He's a talented individual, and I think even although he was in a timeshare at Texas A&M, 
I don't think it matters. I mean, Javante Williams was in a timeshare. Does that seem to have bothered him at all? No. And I just think Isaiah Spiller, we can't let, he cannot, he will not pass eight. There's no shot. I have to say, I wouldn't say he's my sleeper of the draft, but I just think he's the greatest value you're going to get because Isaiah Spiller is probably going to slip in the draft. He's going to go late second team, unless he lands on like in the perfect spot to where he's going to immediately take over, which I, I doubt it. But um, I think that it's, it's pretty exciting for him. Um, thousand ish yards each season of the last three. I just don't see why people are not as high on him. Uh, there was a couple mock drafts here and there. I saw him going above the other two or above, you know, at the very least um, Kenneth Walker. So I think it's pretty clear that Isaiah Spiller goes here easily and he should probably go sooner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, before the season I had Spiller as my number one running back. So I, the problem with Spiller compared to the other two guys is he was kind of the steady Eddie guy. He didn't have the 1600 yards and ridiculous amount of touchdowns. He was, you know, he just came in and did his job. He's still only 20 years old and he was injured. They said during his, uh, his testing. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't put a whole lot of stock into the testing aspect of it. Billy, you're right. Watching the kid. He's, he's awesome. So yeah, don't just, be afraid to take Spiller here. I just or wish earlier. he wouldn't have tested because if you're injured, your numbers are going to come out and those numbers bother the heck out of people for some reason. Like whenever they see those numbers, it just bothers them. Even though you can watch the tape, you can watch him against Alabama bust off a 60 yard touchdown run and they just throw that to the side and they're like, you know what? In shorts, he was kind of slow. And I just, that, I just well, so I mean, just me. like you mentioned Javante Williams earlier, but also Michael Carter, look at what both of them are doing. They were in a timeshare. Yeah. And they're um, in a timeshare. Isaiah Spiller and Kane, or whatever his name is, uh, both basically did exactly what, obviously not as receiving and rushing uh, split like they did with Carter and Javante, but they were both there. They both had mm-hmm. an equal role, and which is what NFL teams are moving forward to. And if the guy can get uh, 1,200 yards uh, in a season while in a split backfield, Right. Why are we why are we downgrading him as much as we are? But anyway, someone in the five through eight in any rookie draft is going to have a great pick. And gonna I'm going to bet if he makes it to eight, you might even get somebody who's a little lower to try to trade up for that because maybe you can get, I don't know, maybe you could convince somebody that you could jump up there. Yeah. Okay, number nine. Um, this is kind of interesting territory. So, I could see if, if we are really thinking quarterbacks are a big situation here, uh, Desmond Ritter might sneak into the first round. And if he does, he's probably going to get um, bumped up a bit, but I think I'm going to go with Jamison Williams. I, I think that is even though he's injured, I get that. Um, I think he will come back and he will be strong by the time that he actually gets to play. And I think that he can still be beneficial this season. And then he will be beneficial from there on future. Yeah, at this point in the draft, I mean, if you're the ninth pick, you you had a couple things go not your way during the season um, on that one, but your team's really good. So you can wait for Jamison Williams to get back to full health, and when you do, you have an absolute stud on your team. I'm a huge fan of him. Jamison Williams is my pick there. I will say I completely agree with the the pick is Jamison Williams, but I I just hate the – college football transfer situation because he did absolutely nothing until they got to Alabama, which obviously the team's phenomenal and not, not de- downing on Jameson Williams. I'm downing on the transferring of colleges, which is just 
to a little weird for me, in my opinion. So it's actually interesting that you bring that up because that does kind of lend to he was not going to crack the depth chart that had Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave on it, and then Jackson Smith and Jigma, who is going to be the number one wide receiver next year, most mm-hmm. likely. Um, he couldn't break the depth chart to get up to them, Jameson Williams. So he did ha- like he transferred away because he wasn't going to be able to play. And that's the reason that he was able to get the opportunity to be the number one wide receiver for Alabama. I, I can definitely see the contingent out there that's going to be mentioning that a lot and like saying, hey, you know, this guy couldn't crack the Ohio State depth chart. He, you know, Alabama didn't have anybody else to throw the ball to. So that's why he got funneled. Yeah, know? they lost all their wide receivers in the draft so, the last few years. So I, I definitely can see the argument out there for people saying like, hey, maybe – yeah, and I'm not even arguing does. against Williams. I'm arguing because I understand that, especially when you're in some of these big name colleges and teams, you're not going to really have the opportunity that you get. Like his other stats were like six catches for 112 yards, nine catches for 154 yards, which are great stats for a game. But like he just was buried on the depth chart, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. But at the same time, I just hate the fact that they can just, well, I'm going to transfer this other college to be able to get playing time because they don't, they need a wide receiver. And they don't I mean, play. hey, th- but he is kind of the perfect reason for why, because he would have been yeah. the fourth wide receiver at Ohio State. And now he's being talked about in the first round because I get it. It's great so, financially. I just hate it for college. I just think that like maybe don't pick Ohio State then. Maybe go pick a different college like yeah. from, the, from the get go. I understand it shouldn't be a death sentence, but. You picked Ohio State knowing that there were four other great wide receivers on the team at the time. So, uh, Ohio anyway. State kind of recently became a wide receiver haven, though. It's well, like- I'm talking about the the Alabama people. I'm I'm also talking about Jalen Hurts because he did the same thing. He's like, oh yeah, well, I'm gonna go to Oklahoma now because I can't start he got here. Benched. Quarterbacks. Yeah, he able- well, what Jalen was able done? to showcase his talent in Alabama. I feel like Jalen Hurts was a different situation than. than I'm just saying the concept of oh, someone's better than me on this team. I need to go somewhere else. Like you know, I just I don't like it. All right, anyway, let's get let's get past this. We'll (laughs) talk forever. All right, Jameson Williams. Weird time to pick the soapbox for that. I like it. I I got some soapboxes. I got to stand. So moving on to number ten, I think it's going to be Chris Olave because I think he's going to be in the first round of the draft and. Whether he ends up in Green Bay, Kansas City, like wherever he's going to end up, because he's going to go to one of those teams. If he doesn't move up further with like the Saints, maybe if they take a number one wide receiver, there's a lot of teams that need a focal one wide receiver on their team. And there's only so many spots that people are going to pick. So I think Olave is going to fit into one of those situations. So I actually have Olave in the same spot, but it's it's sheer because he's being drafted late first round. It's not yes. because of his talent. I don't 1, think he's thousand percent. I think he's good. I just don't think he's great. So basically he's going to probably go to green Bay is my thing. And there's, they need it so badly. So this is not because of um, like, because they're good or he's good, but it's because that he's just going to go to a good place. Yep. 1000%. I don't, I don't like Chris Olave here. I don't like it. Okay. I'll pick him if that's what you guys want. I would do, I mean, if we're doing a super flex, uh, you know, Desmond Ritter or Matt Corral, whoever's the next QB drafted with the best opportunity would probably go here for me. But Chris Olave, he's too much of a finesse guy. He reminds me of Will Fuller, which, you know, straight deep thread. He does not like contact on it. So I would go Christian Watson because he is an absolute monster of a human being. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. And, Here we go again with yeah. Christian Watson. Oh, man. I will not get off the Christian Watson. <laughs> My God. All right. I got off. Christian Watson coming up, but I think we've already agreed that Chris Olave is going here. 
Okay. Smash's world. We're just living in it. No, no. no I mean, I picked a lobby too. I'm just fucking with you. No, you're good. But eleven, I feel like this would be Ritter territory. If 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 he ends up in the first round, I think that he's going to immediately step in. Um, he's kind of a, a quarterback that's ready to. And, you know, I've kind of described it this. Desmond Ritter is not like amazing at any one thing. He's just pretty good at everything. And I think that's kind of like what the team would be drafting him for is like, you know, he's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be Joe Burrow. He's not going to be one of those guys, but he's going to come in and he's going to keep the boat afloat. <laughs> you know, he's not going to sail it, but he's going to keep it afloat. It's, it's not going to sink with him at the helm. So I think for that reason, he may sneak up in the first round. I, th- I personally think it would be a mistake, but I think he might end up doing it. Okay. Uh, before I make my argument, Joe, uh, who who do you have going here? Ritter Corral. That's who I had last pick. So. Wow, really? You're not going to argue you. Christian Watson? No, I'll argue Christian Watson all freaking day. Okay, let me argue against Christian Watson real quick. Oh, that's what I was trying do. to get you. To please do. do. North Dakota State with Trey Lance there, probably you know not the number one wide receiver, not that great or good at all. You know, whatever. This last year, I don't know who the quarterback was for North Dakota State. Hopefully, it's not a third guy coming out of there because I feel like the first two haven't been that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, 800 yards, seven touchdowns in a, I want to say terrible division because I don't know him that well, but not good, great division. Why are you so high on Christian Watson? Because he's an athletic freak. And since you are so on your high horse about this quarterback thing, uh, Trey Lance, I don't think he's a very good passing quarterback, dude. At all, and the guy, uh, whoever he played with this year, I can't think of his name. Horrible quarterback. This dude is an absolute stallion that has two bad quarterbacks throwing him the ball. And the analysts and everyone I talked to, uh, Christian Watson has drops. Maybe if you threw the ball in the right spot, you wouldn't have that issue. And you have an absolute stud of a wide receiver in there. You get him, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, any of these wide receiver needy teams in the first round, and he's immediately a monster. I don't care where you so put him in that. Why the hell is was Trey Lance drafted so highly then? Because he's an athletic freak, freak of nature. It's the yeah. same argument with Desmond Ritter. I mean, he's very athletic, and he could kind of you can see Trey Lance in what you're getting with Ritter, but he's not great. Did Trey Lance sit out rushing? He did. Okay, so that's why. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, he had a good rushing year his junior year, and then he's like, Nah, I'm good. I'm not. I'm gonna sit out for COVID. I yeah, just. He did. I, I just don't see Trey Lance being good. So I, I do agree with you on that. I have no idea who the other guy is, but I just, how do you value Christian Watson so highly without seeing it happen? Okay. So I, I ran a report a couple weeks ago. I was going through, I did the top 10 wide receivers each year going back to 2015 and just their measurements and Antonio Brown and Tyree kill kind of fucked me on that one, but <laughs> six, two and a half and 215 pounds, you know, seems to be, the number one wide receiver pretty much every time. That is the prototypical size and fantasy for that. And I'm a huge size guy. I mean, I, I got carried away with uh, – God, what was that dude that went to Arizona? Keem Butler. Got mm-hmm. way too carried away with Keem Butler, and I fell into that. I have, in my life. I have if so you watch Christian comments. Watson play, it, he is ridiculously good, and he is my pick here. I'm very excited to see him in the league. We're getting some great content for these t-shirts coming up. I'm a huge size guy and keep the boat afloat. I'm just, I'm just writing these down just in case, you know, we'll talk yeah, about it. Keep the boat afloat. That's all you, that's all he's got to do. Mr. Ritter. 
Um, so I just to actually make my argument here and actually get through this eventually. I had Matt Corral going here, and I don't like it. And I'm gonna go ahead and vote with Billy's and say Ritter is climbing up. I don't like it. I personally think Sam Howell or uh, Corral should be drafted before him. But like Billy said, he is climbing up boards, and I think he's gonna. Has he had his pro day yet? He has. And, that's and he was and he fun. was good. That's the thing. Like he, Desmond Ritter is tested really well, but if you just watch the games, it's like. Eh, eh. All right. Well, we're going with Desmond Ritter, Joe. I'm sorry for skipping you the last two times. You want this pick? I mean, we can make it better for you. No, you're good. What you guys All got right. so number twelve. Number tw- yeah, number twelve. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I. I probably going to frustrate people here, but I, I would go Devin Lloyd at number 12 linebacker. I know we're talking about IDP and this I is an do IDP love draft. me some Devin Lloyd. I would Lloyd, pick Devin Lloyd. But with the quarterbacks being picked, I think there's way too much talent for Devin Lloyd to go already. That's there's fine. When That's have fine. we ever seen in any of our dynasty leagues that aren't super flex, seen a linebacker or defensive player be drafted before a potential running back or wide receiver who have good chances. I just think there's way too much options here. I just, I mean, the, the problem is after this, what running back or wide receiver other than maybe George Pickens, are you, you know, are you going to be that excited about drafting? Oh, I got Dotson. I got Dotson above. If you guys aren't going to take Christian Watkins, I would go John Dotson here. Uh, I will also go with Jahan Dotson, who is my next okay. pick at 12. But there are Brian Robinson, Rashad White, oh, Trey Lord McBride. No. Brian Robinson before Devin Lloyd? Okay, well, maybe if you're – I guess your IDP league has a, a terrible <laughs> scoring system, but – Brian Robinson, the guy who finally got a shot to be a running back. and Me and Joe hurt. watched Brian Robinson be terrible for three days. Absolutely sucks, the Senior man. Bowl, and I'm not – no. He is I didn't a, see it. I know. Well, that's you not guys didn't film it and send fault. it to me, so I don't really know what you, why you guys aren't doing your jobs. No, I I am I want out of the Brian Robinson game. Dayon Dotson off the board, number thirteen. Let's go. Right. So, okay. Since y'all aren't going to allow defense to go this early, then um, George Pickens would be my pick. Uh, he's a really tall wide receiver. He's coming back from injury, but he he played in the last game. He didn't play a lot because he was recovering still. But he's six four, really tall think he would be a perfect addition to any one of those uh, wide receiver needy teams there at the end of the first. I actually have Sky Moore going above him, but I'm he's not far off either. So also have Joe's boy Christian Watson going before him. So okay. Joe, up to you, buddy. I'm just going to be a pain in the ass here. I go Devin Lloyd here. <laughs> I just like John Dotson better than Devin Lloyd. I'm sorry. Well, me, right? Because I was, that would definitely have picked Devin Lloyd. Had I known All right. Well, then we're going Devin Lloyd. You guys outruled me. Okay. I assume First still pick of the second look, round, Devin Lloyd. Look at Devin Lloyd's stats. Look I, I love it. Ridiculous. No, no, no. I he love it. A, 111 a tackles Lloyd. in college, seven, tack, or seven sacks and four interceptions last year. Yeah, I completely agree. Devin Lloyd's a freak. I have him like three more picks down. I'm, it's not that a good deal. I love him. I just think it's too early for especially in Superflex. If this wasn't Superflex, I think start of the second round would be great for him. Okay. So we're between Christian Watson, Sky Moore, and George Pickens for this next pick. Pretty much. Or Matt Corral. Or Matt Corral. That's, I had him instead of pick, or, uh, Ritter. Billy, remember when I said three rounds is going to be ridiculous? Well, here we are at pick 14. 
<laughs> well, I mean, the names are there. It's just the values are we're just so different on them. So I just I need to hear the arguments for why you know why this is going to be All right. the way that it is. Because so my Matt, guy, my guy, Sky Moore at West, Western Michigan with some no name quarterback that I don't even know got popped himself off for thirteen hundred. You mean yards. Caleb Ellaby? The yeah. Quarterback that's going to be drafted in this Sounds draft? like a little vendetta, Josh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Jesus. sorry, but is he on our podcast? No, I'm just kidding. I do like the guy. I was actually messing with you. Scrubbing that up. Hey, no, no. Does he want to come? Does he want to come on here and talk to him? Talk to me. I want to know about Sky Moore because the dude looks great. Um, I'm a big fan of this guy. I, I know that he's undersized. I understand that, but um I, I think that there is a place for these under six foot wide receivers. And I think that people always go, Oh, they have to be six two, Joe. Big yeah. size guy, big size guy. Yeah, well, we're we're arguing for slot receivers right now. That's what we're the arguments are for here. The thing with you Sky know, Moore is be he's, one. he's a big, smaller receiver. Like he's 195 pounds. He's big. The, I like the Sky rare, Moore the rare big small receiver, the okay. big small size guy. Yeah, I get it. Christian Watson's my vote here. Okay, I'll uh, Christian Watson. That's fine. Christian Watson works. What the? F- All right, yep. Christian Watson at number 14. I believe in Christian Watson. The problem is, like, the NFL people are all over the place on Christian Watson right now. Like, some people value him as maybe a late first rounder. Some people say he's not even going to make it into the second round. He'll be in the third. So, I guess we'll have to wait till draft day to fully understand what Christian Watson's going to look like. All right. So, we agree here on the next three picks, I assume, at least. Sky Moore and Pickens is basically our next pick. Yes. Sky Moore, George Pickens. Okay, looking at Joe's face to see if no, he's okay with that. No Matt Corral in there. I well, think that, Matt Corral should go soon because this so that is would be a, that would be the next one that I have down is Matt between Corral. the two. I'm okay with grabbing some wide receivers here. This is a, a not great quarterback draft. I mean, we're not getting uh, complete studs right off the bat here. I think there's well, you're some, not even getting starters necessarily. That's the other problem. Is there's not enough starting positions in the NFL right now for some of these guys to get into. You probably have Kenny Pickett to Carolina and then whatever the hell Seattle is going to do. And then that's about it. Like, I, I think, think there's at else. least three starting quarterback slots or at least like competition quarterback slots. So I could see Matt Corral or Sam Howell basically getting a job. I mean, Sam Howell fighting to, with like, we've had Mariota? Sam Howell at, I don't know. No, I'm saying we've had Sam Howell at uh, Detroit this whole time. We got so, Seahawks, I mean, Atlanta, Carolina, Carolina and the Lions. So, but I'm saying good. competition at the very least. Okay, well, fair enough. I just that—that's my main problem with the quarterbacks in this class is that like they're gonna go somewhere and they're definitely gonna be sitting behind somebody for but at least one year, maybe super more. Super flex draft, which you made to—you made a point. Of okay, noting. well, you're not taking a starting quarterback like that. The difference is normally you would pick a lot of quarterbacks because they're gonna get an opportunity to show themselves. Like Davis Mills in the third, you knew at some point Davis Mills was going to actually get on the field. I cannot tell you for sure Matt Corral is ever gonna see the field this year if he goes to Detroit. They're paying golf too much money for him to sit on the bench. It's not going to happen. There are injuries. There are, he sucks and ends up having a bad year. So so. random. Gotcha. I'm just saying this is IDP league. We're in the second round, third pick. I think this is a time for Matt Corral. Starting talent still. Starting players that are going. Matt Corral could go to Pittsburgh and fight for Trubisky's spot. Who isn't great. He could go to Tennessee. He could go to Tennessee and fight or Atlanta. This is is what I'm saying. These quarterbacks are not good enough to be doing that. They're not going to beat out Trubisky. They're not going to beat out. I was thinking Mariota. Sorry. 
they're not going to beat out Mariota. Like, they're not that good. That's the problem. But in a super flex in this round, let's say Matt Corral goes to uh, Minnesota, who I think is absolutely drafting a quarterback, one of these spots. Sure. You draft him in the second round, knowing that you have a one-year deal for Kirk Cousins and you could have a starter next year? So why would they not draft one of the better quarterbacks next year that's a starter? Why would they not do that? Because you're getting one that's going to be a starter next year anyway. So you're getting the same... You're getting the same thing. I mean, you could go Matt get another Corral. quarterback. This is a Matt super Corral flex. Wouldn't even be you, a top five quarterback next year. Yeah, no, I'm he, not, won't be, but he won't be. I'm, asking, you'll have I'm another... just asking you a question. I'm not saying Matt Corral is the pick. I'm saying well, if this the is Minnesota like Kyle Trask last someone year. when they yeah. they uh, Tampa Bay picked Kyle Trask in the second round, we all knew damn well Kyle Trask was never going to see that field. You know why he didn't get drafted in super flex drafts very high? Because he's not used useful. He's just going to be on a bench. And where like, are you? Ha- where, have- are, where are you gonna? Where are you gonna put Matt Corral then? How, how far? Down I don't have him until the third round because okay. him and like Carson well, you- Strong and Sam Howell, they're never gonna see the field. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a good chance unless an injury. Corral going too. We're not talking about what you think. What you would draft. We're talking about what everyone would draft. Okay, gotta- I'm telling the people out there, you're going to make a mistake. Like that's what I'm telling. That's what I'm saying. All right, I'm am just I not, am I not supposed to forewarn I, no, no, people no, no, of a no. mistake or what, I, what? I'm not. I'm not saying you're not forewarning them, but are, do you think people are really going to wait this long to draft the the third quarterback off the I board? I would because there's still talent available that you can use right now. I agree that Sky Moore and Christian Wa- or George picks George Pickens can go, but I think he's after that at the very least. Okay, well, uh, my pick would be Rashad White, but fair enough. That, that's a useful I'm not going to argue with you about Rashad. Useful White. running back that you can use right away. I'm good with Rashad White as well. I got him three picks down. So we go with Rashad White finally at 15. Yeah, we're totally going to get through 16. For 15. We picks. did Sky Moore 15, George Pickens 16. Oh, did we officially do that? Yes. I don't remember. And then our argument was for Matt Corral at 17, which you both picked Matt Corral. So, well, once again, I, I just asked when he was going. I said, we're not doing a quarterback. I, I My so, argument wouldn't be till the third, but this is a. Two, I, this is I a three-man man. podcast. So I was then, raising hey, a. Hey, I agree. I like I Rashad White. With, we're going Rashad White. This All is right, exactly Trey McBride. Trey McBride in the next pick. That's what we're doing. We're doing it's that. Getting right. heated on offense. You all can do what today. you want to do. I'm not like overruling you. I'm just pitching. I'm my just case letting for you. Why I, these I'm not even saying. I'm not saying it's a good pick. I'm saying that people are going to pick him here. This is not not. I get Sam it, Howell, and I'm Matt telling Corral, all the Sam people Howell. out there right now, you're making a mistake. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying this is where he's going to go. This is best-case scenario. He goes to a team where he can at least get potentially a starting job or at least play part of the year. You're look, people are quarterback desperate at this point. They missed out on the only two somewhat startable quarterbacks in the rookie draft. People are going to get them. We're, we're just going to disagree on that. There's not that many starting spots. There's two. All right, moving along. Right. Trey McBride. Or Zamir White? Which one do you guys want? Trey McBride would be my pick. I like it. I actually have uh, Brian Robinson ahead of him, but I'll go with Trey McBride just to calm the tensions for a little bit. I have awesome. a couple picks down. Yeah, nice and easy now. Nice and easy now, boys. It's getting real yeah. tense in here. Yes. Right. Yes, I had Brian Robinson. We're having a podcast 17. where we uh, talk about issues. In- no, oh. I'm not, we, we, we've had a little bit too much issues here for, lately. Let's, let's, let's calm it down for the listeners. I just want to make it nice and easy. This is smooth, no, they, easy they're, jazz. They're here for entertainment. They're not here no, for No, 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 no. They are here for NPR, and that's what they're here for. 
I'm good with Trey McBride. Boring I actually podcast. like this. Please I don't want... turn it off. We're not going to make it in PR. Uh, 1,100 yards for Trey McBride, tight end. I think this is where Kenny or, uh, Kyle Pitts should have went. <laughs> Damn, still on the Pitts thing. Yep. Not yeah, no, at this stage in the draft, getting Trey McBride, he's, I think we the can all agree, he's end. the best tight end, depending mm-hmm. on landing spot here. But he's the most talented tight end here. Getting him tight end position is so valuable. You could even make the argument, in my opinion, for Trey McBride to go earlier than this. But uh, but getting him in the middle of the second is great value there. Billy, I just don't understand how you're going to – I'm getting back to this. I I, I could only be cool for one pick. I don't understand how we're going to put Desmond Ritter up there at 11 and thinking that he's going to get one of the the starting two jobs whenever 6 and 10. There's no way Ritter's going in the top 10. I will fire a ball bet on the on the on right now, just right now on air, that Ritter is not the second quarterback drafted. Or third quarterback drafted. My apologies. Because you put Ritter at eleven, but I would, there's not I would, three starting okay, jobs either. I'll, so it doesn't I'll make any the, sense. I'll take the fireball bet. That's fine. Yeah, because you got you got, you said there's only two quarterback slots, but yet Desmond Ritter slid up to a number eleven. But yet you're saying Sam Howell and Matt Corral can't have a job. Just because of the the chatter that I'm hearing about Desmond Ritter, that's all. That's well, he's not I, slipping I, I above even the I believe Kenny in the Pickett chatter. or Malik Willis. So where do you think Ritter's? Who do you think Ritter's going to go to that deserves a warrants an eleven? I'm pick? not sure. That's what I don't know yet. But you know, I haven't heard the same chatter about Corral or anybody lower than that. I think there's about four to five teams that could use a second quarterback. Seattle. We haven't talked about him, but Seattle at all, like there's a very good chance Seattle gets a quarterback and doesn't use drew lock. So there's three, at least teams that could use a quarterback in my opinion right now. I feel like Seattle, we've talked about Malik Willis and then Carolina, Kenny Pickett, And then that, after that, that's the problem. Do you really think Marcus Mariota is the answer in Atlanta? Do you think they're really, no, just gonna... but they're tanking for a quarterback next year because they know the two quarterbacks next year are not going to go one, two, like in the draft. So they're going to tank. I Seattle, if they were smart, would do the same, but I think they might go Malik Willis. All right, well, we agree to disagree. Uh, what's next? Number 19 after Trey McBride. Let's draft the next Trey Sermon here. So, <laughs> Brian Robinson? James Cook. I'm just playing. Mm, I actually have James Cook way down. I have Zamir White here. I He might yeah. be the next Trey Sermon too, but I really well, like Zamir coming White. coming into draft process, Zamir White, a lot of people didn't like him because they thought James Cook was the better running back, but I think people just – Forgot about Zamir White. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm gonna have to outrule you on both of. The, I know you were joking about James Cook, but uh, Zamir White. I have way too many running backs ahead of him right now. I can't say that. In, uh, Who do you uh, have ahead of Zamir White, please? Jerome Ford, uh, Algier, Chandler, uh, Batty. I don't really like Batty or Algier because they were on terrible teams and they had good years. Okay, on my list, at I least have Zamir Al- White Algier. at number eleven overall. So, yeah, I what have. Do you, what do you not see here? My next ones are Zamir White, Damian Pierce, Kyron Williams, and James Cook. Wow, we are way off base, which is why we could never do three rounds. But I, I we're gonna still go for it. <laughs> okay, so my thing about Algier is I know he was on a, a bad team, but he did get twenty three touchdowns, and this isn't a this isn't a like okay. So my 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 logic on. Tyler Batty is one pick ahead of him. I just want to let you know, but I don't, I don't believe in Mizzou players. Unfortunately, being from Missouri, um, we've seen Mizzou players fail over and over again. So, and then that's mentioned the three touchdowns or something that he had. Yeah. He had yards, but I just don't see that. I got to give it to my man. Uh, I just, Algier, I think 
has something. I know he's kind of that undervalued. I almost see him as like a Michael Carter in dynasty drafts. Um, someone who, Oh, he kind of was okay. He went to the jets. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. I see Algier as something here. Um, I'm actually still, I don't know how we're not talking about Brian Robinson at this point. Like, yeah, you guys saw him. He, he looked bad, but like, are we just going to completely negate the fact that he looked phenomenal in Alabama last year? I like the way he runs, but I don't like his – I just – there's something off about him and what we saw at the senior bowl. He might have been going through the motions, but it was bad, dude. It I was mean, bad. The, Every the running back I, on the field looked better than him. The thing I don't like is that a running back was at the senior bowl. That I feel like that's another concern of mine. Is that Brian Robinson? Yes. I, I mean, and Rashad White was there too, so I guess, you know. But Rashad White only played two years of football. He only played his junior and senior year. So, technically speaking, he was not, you know, that's, a full that's, senior. That's not true. Didn't we look this up earlier? Wasn't Rashad White, didn't he play at, like, some weird college for his sophomore year? Well, maybe. I don't know. I, I, yeah, know no, so he, I know he didn't play all four, though. No, so Rashad White's senior or sophomore year – was um, we looked this up earlier? We were talking before like we were Appalachian right Mountain State, or something. no, it was something even weirder. Mountain, <laughs> Mountain, San, State. Mountain San Antonio College, and I don't know, I guess San Antonio, uh, but he had a uh, 1200 okay. yards. So he played on, an, inter- yards he played on and, an intramural team, got it. Yeah, uh, yeah flag football. <laughs> so but, I do like, I, I will say, Rashad White is one of my favorites, probably what top five, top is it top four running back. We do him as our three, fourth, honestly. Top, no, no, top four. Top no, four. Yeah, he's right under Spiller. So okay, so I like Zamir White here. I really do. Okay, really Joe, do. We'll, only we'll knock on him his age, man. I have to at some point outweigh you guys when you start bringing up these running backs who did okay in college and put Brian Robinson there. I know he only had one good year, but he played the whole transfer game or sat behind people game. That's I, I know Alabama's offensive line is good too, so he could easily be a bust. But I think at 19, I think you're taking that risk. I think people are taking that risk, and he's going to go. Can we put him at 20 and just and put Zamir White here? 19, Zamir White. 20, Brian. Uh, I don't want to, but I'll allow it. I think you're wrong. Right, it's done. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to easy listening for the fans. All right, so I feel like we got to start mentioning Aiden Hutchinson pretty soon. Yeah. Um, for Jacksonville, although he will be splitting workload with Josh Allen, I still think he's going to get a lot of stats this year, no matter what, or at least in night, maybe not this year, but the future, you don't draft him number one overall and not have pretty decent high expectations for him. I have three picks above Aiden Hutch. Oh, yeah, three picks above Aiden Hutchinson, two of which being Sam Corral or Sam Howell and Matt Corral. So I'm okay with putting Aiden Hutchinson right here. So okay. I like Hutchinson. I think you could honestly stack it and go Hutchinson Tibbs here. I would probably argue for that, but I got Thibodeau down a little bit. Just not much, but there are still a couple people I'd like to put before him personally. My only thing is in late second in a draft with an IDP, getting a kind of anchor lineman or defensive end is huge. You know, I think we got to put him on trees. We got to put him before the end of the second at this point because we're on 22 now. If we're putting Aiden Hutchinson at 21, um, but I don't think that they go back to back. I think if Aiden Hutchinson's just now going, I think we got Wandale Robinson, Jalen Tolbert. There's a couple of good wide receivers, Jerome Ford running back. I 
I feel like, or even one of the quarterbacks, I just feel like there's at least a pick separating the defensive lineman here. I, I just think the value is not That's exactly fine. the same. If you all want to start going quarterbacks, we can go quarterbacks. I don't think we make I, it out of the second. I, with definitely quiet when I mentioned that. We can make I, got, I would go to Thibodeau here, honestly. But I'm okay I don't with like, Thibodeau I don't here, like Wandale. We... I'm not really a fan of anyone else, so I'd go. I'd go Tibbs. Okay. Tibbs it is. All right. All right, Bill. I hate I know you hate to hear this, but there's no way we make it out of this without a quarterback going these next two picks. We're at twenty three. So is it between it's between Howell, Corral? I'm not no, it's not gonna be Carson Strong. No, so no it's not. Me, Carson Strong's way down. I'm not okay, I'm not mentioning Carson Strong here, old statue ass. Uh Sam Howell or Matt Corral. What do we think? Corral. I think Corral goes I think it's in the Corral 20s. too. I think Corral goes in the 20s. I think he's the third quarterback drafted off the board. I know you think it's going to be what's his face, but I think he's the one that saves my fireball bet. I I think Matt Corral could make sense here. Um, I mean, honestly, that wouldn't be a bad pick for Detroit in the second round if they do decide to back golf up with someone. If somehow Ritter Ritter goes above him and I lose that fireball bet, Matt Corral might go to Detroit as well instead of Sam Howell, which we've been projecting for the last month or so. Um, For sure. Now that we're on to um, out of the, I assume we're out of the defensive players for the moment, um, we can get Sam Howell in there in, in, in a bit, but I think David Bell, I mean, Injured 2020 season, had a great rookie year, and then had a good junior year. I think he should at yeah. least be in that conversation. I, the, the only knock on David Bell is he was extremely slow in the 40, and I know that that's stupid and shorts shouldn't bother anybody, but him running like a 4-6, I just I don't know how badly that's going to affect his draft stock. I just feel like that probably knocked him from a second rounder to a third rounder potentially which doesn't necessarily mean he won't get an opportunity. It's just, I feel like expectations could be hampered. Well, I feel like, I don't know much about Aiden O'Connell at Purdue, but I feel like David Bell was the reason for most of those yards. One, oh, um, 1,000%. If you watch mm-hmm. the Purdue game, they were, if they, if he wasn't playing well, their, their team was ass. And that's just the way it was. So I, I have to say that freshman, I think the freshman year is what gets it for me. It's not a one-off situation. It wasn't a, he had 200 yards and I know I'm not stats don't, you know, pertain to exact talent, but I think that's what gets me the most is that thousand yards in that rookie season and then getting injured and then coming back and doing it again, maybe even a little better. So I like okay. David Bell at some point. I don't know that's, if we don't have no, to he, right he can go David Bell here. That's fine. He like the good thing about David Bell is he's like, you know, you're Mr. Reliable. Like you can definitely, you know, like a Wes Welker kind of situation where you, you throw it to him, you know, he's going to catch it. He's going to get you eight yards. If you need eight yards, I think that yeah. he could find a spot on some team like that. Perfect Patriots wide receiver, by the way, I think I've seen the Allen Robinson comps with him quite a bit. And mm-hmm. I was thinking Alshon actually, just cause I feel like if he learns the jump ball, there is a wide receiver that's really been creeping up. Um, from what I've been doing, and that's Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. Oh, that's my guy right so, there. I'm hoping yeah. he falls. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. I mean, he. You can make the same argument that you did with David Bell for Alec Pierce. Four four one forty six three two eleven. Huge vertical. Um, so he's like a good body control, deep ball, jump ball guy type guy. Uh, Alec Pierce um, is my guy. I I I'm hoping he slips down boards. If you could get him first pick in the third round, I think that that's a, a steal. Yeah, so you guys want to go Bell then Pierce there? Yes. 
Okay. I'm good with that. I got pierced down a little bit, um, but I do like I do like the stats there. I honestly brought him down a little bit because of Desmond Ritter. <laughs> That's honestly okay. So we could either go finish out the quarterbacks and go Sam Howell here. Uh, we could go. I still think Kyron Williams, even though he was really slow, could still he's a good pass catching running back and and a PPR league that would be huge for him. Or we can always dip back into wide receivers. So what I'm actually – I'm going to go ahead and make the argument against all the things you said and go with Kyle Hamilton here. I think this is – Oh, yeah, enough. actually – that actually yeah. – yeah, no. That, I that, think that's what it should be. the stats don't show it, but the, what this man possesses is phenomenal. And I think beginning of no, the third right. – he's not making it past this, basically. No, you're right. I That – I blanked. That's he's, definitely who it's honestly been. the last I mean I have I have Nicobe Dean here in a couple picks, but I I mean the last like stellar I like, had James I had Hamilton here. followed right by Dean. So I think that's where the Hamilton picks fine with me. I still have a couple offensive players that go before both of them, but I just if we're the way this draft has gone, I just don't see Kyle Hamilton making it out of the Yeah, spot. no, you're right. It should be Hamilton next. Um I still think this is about the spot you should probably get him. Maybe if you really like safety is what I need on my team. Maybe you could talk yourself into the second round, but third round for sure. For sure. I'd be fine with going up with him above Corral the last four picks or so after Kayvon goes after I, I, I could make the argument about him going above Kayvon, honestly. Probably could. I mean, if if he ends up being as good as he's projected to be, I don't it's see just, why not. There's like four great safeties out there, and then there's a bunch of. But the problem with safety is you're getting tackles. You're getting, you know, you're getting, you're getting what you're getting. But I think what this guy brings, I think Kyle Hamilton brings a little extra. I think he's going to have some interceptions. I think he's going to have some sacks. I think they're going to use him on a lot of interesting stuff. It may not be this next year, but after, and it all depends on landing spot. But if he goes, if, I don't know. I just I like Kyle Hamilton a lot. No. I agree. I agree. Yeah, we're not right. arguing. With I know. I know. I just want to make no, no, the argument. Saying, I, honestly, it was an oversight. I should have. He should have been earlier, probably. But second pick in the third round is fine for a safety. I think. I think nobody would argue with that. Um, all right. So back to running back, wide receiver. Yeah, um, potentially talk yourself into a the tight tight end Isaiah Likely here, maybe. Um, but well, I still going to ask you, do you like Likey or uh, Weedmeyer better? I got Weedmeyer at 36. Yeah, I I do like Likely better. I just, some things that Jalen Weedmeyer, his, some of his tests, I just, he doesn't test well and doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad guy, mad wide or tight end, but he did not even put up very many stats at Texas A&M. There were games where you felt like he wasn't even really involved. He's a really good blocking tight end, probably one of the best in the class, but is that going to translate to fantasy success? Not so much. He's more of like a good run game tight end. So I would go likely because he, you know, former basketball player going to be good at catching the football. So that's for tight end wise. That's who I would go second there. I like likely here. <laughs> I, I think it's a little too early for the second. No, and that's I ask you real, you guys real quick. Calvin sure. Austin. What do we make of him? I think I if just, you're in the third round, you're looking for upside. And so here's the problem, Joe. I think he's not going to make it to like the fifth round in the actual draft. Yeah, and I know, but the upside is really good. But you, I mean, we are projecting perfect landing spots, and I get that. But we absolutely just, watched him burn 
those defensive backs though the senior it's true and it's true but like i, I still think I Tolbert like goes Mitchell. i was gonna say i was actually gonna make the argument for tolbert here because coming out of a team like south alabama um i just have to think that this isn't a one-off this guy is good i mean i, I feel like he made his quarterback look good the other the rest of the team did absolutely nothing it was almost like, uh, you know, in high school, you had that one good guy that was good at sports and you threw every that's, ball to him. That's what it was. That's what I feel about Jalen Tolbert here. And that's why I think he doesn't make it much further. I'm okay if we want to pass him up another pick or two, but I just feel like this is the time where oh, I'm thinking Tolbert. We can go Tolbert. We can go Tolbert. All right. Almost done with the third round. Well, kind of. We got nine, eight picks. nine picks. Okay. Mechie. Damian Pierce still out Damian there. Wandale's still there. Wandale's still there. I, Joe, I like. I think you're right. Damian Pierce. Um, he's going to get on the field fast because of his ability. What do you um, like about Damian Pierce? Everything. So he's just really good at uh, pass blocking, and so I know he's going to get on the field. And I just think he's going to get a lot of opportunities. He's a bowling ball. He's a vulture, t- touchdown vulture. He's he runs like a man possessed when he's out there, man. He's He's physical. He's tough. He is an NFL player. You know, they didn't at Florida. They used like the three headed backfield. So he didn't get featured much, but then they fired the coach. Um, so that probably had something to do with it. Um, no, he still never really got the ball. He's pretty much average been the, the last three years. I, I'm just, not, I, I don't give a shit what he did in college, Josh. I just know what he's watching his tape and how he runs and stuff. One NFL team is going to feature that dude. How can we not put Algier or who the fuck is Algier, man? Algier. Algier. He was a BYU running back. Which I know who Algier is. I don't give a he shit was really that. good. It's just. Like if I had to guess opportunity wise, I think Pierce gets the opportunity first over Tyler Algier. I think Algier gets a chance to actually like contend for a, a starting running back slot though. In this point, and this is what you're looking for in the draft. You're looking for that sleeper, that Antonio Gibson type player right here. You're not looking for a guy who might stumble into the end zone six times a year. Oh, speaking of Antonio Gibson, did you guys times. hear that uh, the Commanders brought uh, Kenneth Walker as one of their private tryouts in? Hmm. That is very don't frustrating, love, isn't it? Don't Antonio love Gibson that. Back. But also, they could just be smoke screening. Like, yeah. Who knows? It's, it's smoke screen season. Um, but I feel like Damian Pierce is like a Mike Tolbert situation. That would be. I just don't see fantasy relevance out of him. I don't think I'm not saying he won't be good. I just don't. He's not the next Derrick Henry. So therefore his touchdowns aren't really going to matter with his 12 yards that he gets. I don't think there is seven points. Derrick Henry in the third round. That's what I'm saying. I just don't see this as there's people who actually know how to get yards on the board still. I don't understand how like Tyler Batty, I would pick above him. Yeah, I don't even like Tyler Batty. I've made that very clear. Jerome Ford. Why have we not talked about him? Like. Yeah, dude, we gave you Brian Robinson at the end of the second, so we're going Damian Pierce here because I just think he's way more talented. I'm just like you're wrong field. on that. Uh, what, what kind of what kind of fireball look can I make on Joe this? Joe loves Damian Pierce. I love what's, Damian Pierce. What's the fireball bet? What would it I'd be? I let him marry um, my daughter. Under 300 yards is rookie season. Yeah, like total. Give it to me. No rushing yards. He doesn't no, know how to total yards. I don't think fine. anybody on the, the rest of the board is going to have over 300 rushing yards this season. Jerome Ford. No. Algier. We have an Algier that we were drafting. I like, I like Algier. I had Jerome Ford a few picks ahead of him. We're not talking about him. I don't I don't think anybody on this Damian point. Pierce. Move along. 
All right, I'm putting. I'm. I don't even care what you guys say. I'm putting Jalen Tolbert on the board. Oh, yeah, Jalen Tolbert's already. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're good. We're good. I just saw it. This I'm whole so third round's been Josh's pick. So. Literally, the only one that we're missing so far right now is John Mechie, which I think should be picked 29. I like the. Outside I'm, I'm okay here. with Mechie. When are we gonna put Wandale on the board? We, get, we got seven picks left, and Wandale's got to make it on here. So Wandale, I have below Justin Ross, but I. You know, would be willing to concede him above Ross. I have Justin Ross outside of the 36. Personally, I don't uh, know what you see okay. with him. He was really good before he got injured, and then he got injured. Now he's fine. I had Ross I, over Mechie, so I had Wandale at 23. I just feel like we're we're overlooking him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, what what do you love about Wandale Robinson, Josh? His name. <laughs> I don't like the five eight one seventy eight. That you know, that's the part that's, guy, so. that's the part that scares me about it. Is, size guy <laughs> is that he's. I mean, what else would he be other than a slot? Did guy? you say five eight? Yeah, he's five eleven. Must have stretched him out. <laughs> Did he get on one? <laughs> I of those, mean, like, are eight these eight Kentucky five, stats? Or... I don't know. I don't know. They yeah. might have. They might have lied about the stats. Well, either bit. way, he's short. So I mean. All right, I'm, I'm not. He's gonna... a good wide. He's a good wide receiver, and he should be within the next six. But I personally think he's the next Tyree Kill. But you know, okay. Well, when are we <laughs> putting Algier in there? Are we just so. gonna Jerome Ford? We're just we just forgetting that they exist. Hey, I'm just not gonna give you Algier so you shut up about it. <laughs> All right, I'm putting Algier at, at thirty. All right, good. I can't wait for the people who have made it this far in the podcast to be like, "Wow, man, these guys—they really don't like each other, do they?" <laughs> we don't. See, this is why we don't all co-own a fantasy football team together. It would be a disaster. Oh, yeah. Okay, dude. so are we going? Are we just skipping James Cook all together here? I, I am. Yes, I have him at 30, 38. I mean, we got Kyron Williams and James Cook, who are both pretty good. I think pass catchers, PPR. We're guys. definitely going to be up here. Yeah. But we need a Kobe Dean. So, do we put in a Kobe Dean now? I think the Kobe like Dean. We're going Dean. We're going okay. Dean. Yeah. So that ends. So for everyone out there, that's really for IDP purposes in the first or the first First three three rounds. rounds, It's really it's Devin Lloyd, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, Nicobe Dean. And then here's the problem. Trayvon Walker is probably going to end up somewhere where he's going to get used a lot. And I think that we're going to have to talk ourselves into it. But for now, I'm I'm still sleeping on the Trayvon Walker uh, situation. I get that people are trying to put him up in the top five. I get it. I'm 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 aware of what Vegas is looking like. They think he's going to go number two to the Lions. I get it. I need to see it first before I uh, officially put it down there because I I just don't believe in the Trayvon Walker hype yet. But yeah. for now, he's not going to be in the top three rounds, in my opinion. All right, All right. we got so five. We have James Cook, Kyron Williams, Justin Ross, and uh, Weedmeyer yeah. and Likely. Some combination. Somebody's not going to well, get. Time out, time out, time out. Sam Howell. And I feel Sam, like Sam Howell. Howell's going to yeah. make it in this. So, okay. Well, just just let's just go down. So I think Sam Howell's got to make it in here. So we'll just put him at thirty-two. No, no, no. Do you think anyone should be above Sam Howell? I think James Cook or Kyron Williams should definitely be, or Isaiah Likely, since we had him early in the third. And James Cook. Him. You're He's saying James Williams' Cook. name? I don't know what you're James talking Cook. about. Who? James Cook. Kyron, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. He was the yeah. running back at Notre Dame. I don't have him on the board, so I'm putting James Cook. James Cook is good. He isn't his brother, so we need to just make. Is sure he Dalvin people... Cook's brother? 
Yeah. He is Dalvin Cook's brother. Okay, but you he, know what? I'll he, give him 32 just on based on that. Not as, he's not as good as Dalvin Cook, and he should not have those expectations levied. Although some GMs out there are saying he has the potential. But, I mean, you know, everybody has the potential to be Dalvin Cook on their best so, day. I feel like we went pretty wide receiver heavy. I would be okay with leaving Justin Ross out, honestly. I think there's a few running backs, and, of course, Wiedermeyer, that, and, of course, Sam Howell, which we haven't put on the board yet. We still haven't taken Likely either. So. Yes. Yeah. So I don't, I'm don't. i okay with leaving Justin Ross out. I don't think he okay. was that impressive. All right. So are we taking Likely over Kyron Williams or James Cook or yes. Sam Howell? Okay. Yes. Likely. So we, already, we already put James Cook down. Yes. Well, we did. But so Likely is 33. I think we just got to go Sam Howell. Just because this is a super flex league, apparently. Um, hey, you guys have likely over Wiedermeyer, though. Yes. For what reason? Um, I think likely has a better opportunity to be a receiving tight end, whereas I don't think Jalen. I think Jalen Wiedermeyer will be primarily blocking tight end. But... I feel like Wiedermeyer for a college tight end with 500 ish yards each season. Each well, of just the compare seasons. just compare the two stats. Like he likely was Coastal Carolina's only option and that should tell you everything you need to know about how their wide receiver situation was but likely was an absolute machine at catching the football so i feel like that that would be my reason that he would i have to say that i i'm a big fan of wiedermeyer in general i think that that consistency in college is better than well he'll be he'll be in the fourth round i guess i'm not saying the guy's not getting drafted it's just in my opinion i think is a likely for receiving tight end fantasy would be it's fine it's fine better okay so we got two spots left two running backs um i will continue to make the argument of tyler algier he's already there's no way wandell robinson doesn't make it i know he's little i'm, I'm okay. gonna pick julius chestnut just based on his name what I about like smoke monday we can get another defensive player here smoke monday's good smoke monday safety just kidding. He's not even the second. We're taking. I, you got to take Kyron Williams here, right? I mean, it's, the third round. We're, we're doing Wandale and we're doing Kyron. And that's the end of the draft. We'll put Kyron because I don't know who he is first. Okay, Wandale and Kyron. up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Whew. That was a. Uh, that was quite the exercise there. Uh, yeah, we didn't make it through the top fifteen very well. I hope there's a uh, bit of an argument. There. Oh, we I can't can go to the convention in, in Canton. I really hope they do like a team uh, draft where we each get a slot and we can just fucking argue like crazy. I can't wait. I'm live. Radio. So that here's some awesome. players that would still be left on the board for the fourth round. Just for everyone out there who's still listening. If you've made it this far, thank you. Uh, we got Khalil Shakir, uh, wide receiver. Pierre Strong was really good as well. South Dakota State, I believe. Um, and then you have Jalen Wiedermeyer for tight end, Greg Dolchitz tight end. There's a lot of good like late tight ends, like Jelani Woods is still available. He's really good. Um, and there's some like sleeper running backs like uh, Ty Chandler, Josh mentioned, Sincere McCormick was really good at the University of Texas San Antonio. Um, he he was a really good running back. Um, won me a lot of DraftKings uh, lineups, I'll tell you that. But there's still like a good amount of value left in the fourth round, and then you can start. Also, there's a lo- ton of IDP. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously, Carl Loftus, um, yes. Trayvon, uh, Walker, Trayvon Walker, our boy Smoke Monday. Just mm-hmm. get this later, but the guy Smoke Monday. Um, but there's also like a good 
Where would you take of, a Jabo? With the injury, honestly, probably, fourth round. I'd, I probably wouldn't draft him, to be honest you with wouldn't. you. No, I, no. I get that. I was just wondering. Not, well, but not, you should get IR, IR eligibility out of them. I mean, you will. And if he's available for my taxi squad after the draft, I would. But I just, you know, I, I just don't know how you go from first round talent to injured to not drafting in Dynasty. I, I'm sorry. I think that he's at least going fourth, fifth round. I'll, I'll grab him in our leagues. Somebody else can do it. I won't be doing it, though, personally. I mean, if, if he's available, I'll put him on my taxi squad, but. As a person who never drafts the like number one or number two defensive lineman guy because I don't know when to draft him, I'm not going to draft our our guys here. So I feel like why wouldn't I go get a job over basically free as a fourth or fifth round pick? Yeah, yeah and you guys see what team he lands on because if they play him in that Cleo Mack role, that definitely kind of diminishes his value if they're going to use him and list him as an outside linebacker. But Yeah, if he's in a 3-4, I wouldn't be as yeah. excited. Yeah. But okay. I like well, Abram Smith still on the board. Did you, mm-hmm. I mean, Calvin Abram Austin, you're going to have to give him a shot late there. He looks Son awesome. Son Haskins is on there. Yeah. Jerry and Ely was still I on don't, there. I can't figure out his Son Haskins, man, because when you watch him play, you're like, man, this guy's really good. But yeah, exactly, but yeah. he doesn't look that good. Oh, and then uh, our guy uh, from Oklahoma. Damn, I can't believe I forgot his name. Perion Winfrey. Yeah. Uh, he has a nose tackle, so that's kind of going to be a knock against him. Because we didn't also mention Jordan Davis, who's I was really say, good. Jordan nose. Davis could be a really good nose tackle that is definitely going to be someone that a team is going to get. I, if he goes to the Chargers, I think he may you may take him in the fourth round. I could definitely see it. Even though he's a nose tackle, I still think he will get a lot of opportunity um, because, you know, not saying he's Aaron Donald, but he's huge and he's bigger than Aaron Donald. And he's really smooth uh, getting through blocks and getting to the backfield. So. I will say this exercise actually shows me how much uh, like depth there is at young running back and wide receiver. Maybe you're not getting, you know, James Cook as a starter right now, but that's one of those things that like with one injury could turn into something great, you know? So, and there's still five, six good, great running backs or decent running backs on the board. I just feel like for some reason this year that you, I feel like the running back depth usually falls off the table real quick. And I feel like there's a lot of them this year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, lot of what ifs. The the problem with these younger running backs, a lot of them are at the senior bowl and they're older guys. So it's not, you know, I think likely and Spiller are the only ones that are 20 years old in this draft. Well, that's, that's why like going to this senior bowl this year, like taught me a lot because I've like already started to like kind of scout out who the seniors will be next year. It's not going to be a very good batch um, compared to this year as, as far as like first round name, you know, people because they're all going to be juniors next year because there's a lot of talent. Um, but obviously landing spots are going to be huge this year. So you're going to want to get somebody who's, you know, obviously landing in a good position. Um, I still think Baltimore is probably going to be on the hunt for running back. So, you know, whoever ends up there, you're going to be looking at Miami. I still think needs as weird as it sounds still needs a running back because Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert aren't enough. Um, Baltimore has been in the market as well. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, there, that's that's a good destination. But two injury, I wouldn't say prone, but two injured running backs this last year, realizing that what one more wouldn't hurt that bad. Yeah, you know the Giants are going running back. You know. Giants, Kansas City, uh, Denver's depth chart looks pathetic outside of Javante, so they're going to need to draft at least a backup potentially Seattle. for 
there's a bunch of teams looking yeah so i mean you're gonna get a lot of good depth pieces here but they're like josh said they're just an injury away from being a major contributor on a team and they're talented that's the thing that like is going to get swept under the rug here is like they're not just like a fill-in they're like they could legitimately be a starter like tyler algieri or whatever if he ends up like having to fill in for somebody he could you know carve out a really nice role for himself if he gets the chance that's so. how that's how a lot of these running backs get their chance is by injury it's sad but it's part of the game so don't especially if you can get a third round running back i'm, I'm excited about that that's uh, that's where you want to get him i mean honestly i mean it'd be nice to grab the first overall pick but usually you don't have that chance yeah so okay that's our first three rounds thank god we didn't do a full five round draft because this would have taken you know probably until tomorrow morning myself. So it's taking until tomorrow morning. So we do appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, do join us for the draft uh, show that we're going to do live. It's going to be full of probably drinks if Kayvon Thibodeau it goes sounds out. Sounds like a lot of fireball shots going on. I've been, I made a couple today. So it's going to be a rough night for us. Got my bottle right here. Going to be for sure. Uh, so you will want to join in. You don't have to watch the whole thing if you don't want to, but we would appreciate it if you did. If you just want to sit back, not think about it, and laugh. Sit in the background, listen to a bunch of guys drone on and on exactly if you don't want to hear the same like you know things sputtered by mel kiper jr on espn like you know mute mute your tv throw us on we're going to be talking about it immediate fantasy impact as soon as the player gets picked we're immediately going to break down what that player is going to look like for whatever team they end up on so that's going to be a very fun night to yeah and also you better be watching the fucking masters this week it's the best best time of the year right here so it very much is all right, Woods is back, baby. Tiger's yep. back, baby. Tiger's on the hunt. All right, Joe, get us out of here. Guys, it was fun riding with you, and we will talk to you soon. Good night.